0: How are you doing david how, how has life been since we last
1: talked oh well blair first of all and ian thank you very much for, for having me back on the uh, on the program it's a pleasure um yeah life, life's been good i i can never complain never now, complain
0: obviously you've been on a couple of times now and and you've been encouraging us us all but particularly us men to get checked out for uh prostate cancer and you have been through the whole thing uh, uh, yourself and of course uh, it takes the life of 12,000 men a year doesn't it okay. have, are you
1: encouraged I mean have you had good response yeah well um, ever since I've kind of started my my, my campaign uh, for prostate cancer awareness with the help of uh, Action Hampshire um, it's been, it's been eye open in the sense that a lot of people are not are not aware of prostate cancer um in the sense that one they don't believe there's any form of uh, a screening that they can have which which in right they're correct there isn't any screening that they are uh, uh, that's on a regular basis uh, but you have to be accountable for yourself you have
0: to initiate being checked out, don't you
1: yes yes um, but i think a lot of people don't realise what the risks are, um, and therefore it's important to get that awareness message out um, if you fall in that risk category. Now, obviously, we don't want to scare people. Of course not. But but let's
0: talk a bit about the risks, because actually those risks are very, very real indeed, and particularly, of course, with black men for some reason.
1: Yeah, um, I'm one in four uh, black men... uh, Will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Have you figured out why that year? is, as
0: opposed to you know? I mean, w- w- why why is it
1: so high with black men? Well, it's it's something that I I do believe that the uh, the, the professionals are in the medical world and scientists are working on. Um, it would seem to me it could be a diet issue um, because it seems to be, as you say, more relevant in in the in the black population, uh, no matter where you go around the world. Um... And because one in eight Caucasian men will also be uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer, that's kind of... So the fact that it's doubled, uh, there's, there's something there that I, I believe it could be a dietary issue. Um, a lot of people also say it's genetically um, produced, but it's very hard to kind of...
0: So the jury's still out and all of that, but, but the, one, the one thing is that the the statistics for both Caucasian and for black men
1: very high. Extremely high, which is why it's so important, I believe, to get the word out there. I mean, by the time we finish this program, there'll be at least one person will have died of prostate cancer. So one person every 45 minutes.
0: But it's part of a bigger problem, isn't it? Because I guess that I was going to say people don't like going to the doctor. Of course, I just thought it's very, very difficult to see a doctor. uh through COVID uh, 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 and so on. Uh, but, but I guess people are frightened, aren't they? They, 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 don't, they don't really want to know if they've got something really badly wrong with them.
1: Yeah, we, we do, t- especially as men. We do tend to bury our heads in the sand, don't we? Um, when it comes to any form of uh, medical, medical awareness, we, we, we tend to think, oh... You've got that macho feel where this will go away. I can I can resolve this by myself, and and of course, as time goes on, it gets worse, um, and it gets to a point where. You can't do anything about it, now,
0: of course, this is where your wife came in because obviously you yourself have had prostate cancer uh, That's but, correct. but it yes. was your lovely wife uh, who uh, is it right to say she played the life out of you to <laughs> go and get checked out gently persuaded me yes yes, yes, yes,
1: yeah, you you took... not
0: getting any breakfast unless you get to lunch <laughs> t- surgery
1: <laughs> it it took two years, but she eventually got there, you know when I thought to myself i've got to stop this, this nagging i mean just Persuasion uh, to the, to the extent where um, you know I just believed it's time that I did something about it.
0: Now, of course, you're Mr. Motivator. I mean, you are the, both the picture of health, and you make your living from ge- from helping people to get fit. You see, you've always been a fit guy, you know. So, did you somehow think in your mind that you that that you were uh, because you were fit and because you were uh, concerned about the stuff that you ate and
1: everything that that actually you were immune? Blair, that is one hundred percent. Because because I I am fit, red, relatively fit. Uh, Military man, well, ex-military, ex-military. Yeah. So so all my life I've I've had that that inkling to to, to keep my body in, in the best health, optimal health, I possibly can. Um, and of course, I I treat it like a temple <laughs> yes. uh, and I eat relatively well um, I'm, not, I'm not a great drinker and, um, Eat your greens eat, oh, Certainly eat my greens I've got no choice but to eat my greens <laughs> um, but yeah and you kind of believe to yourself well things like that don't happen to me so it was a, it was a shock it was a major shock to be told that I'd, I I still believe to this day he, he was talking to somebody else when when the doctor told me. So how, how did
0: you, I mean, did you book an appointment at long last, having put it off for two years? And then was it the doctor who actually did the test or blood test? What, what sort of test did you have?
1: Yeah, so, so basically um, and the, the symptoms, which to me weren't wasn't a symptom, um, was the fact I was getting up and going to the bathroom throughout the night, at least three, four times a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when my wife was saying, listen, you, you need to sort this out. There's something wrong there. Because the older we get, our, our, we believe our bladders get weaker. You know, our bodies do get weaker. Our organs get weaker. And I just thought, that's the reason why, you know, my bladder is getting weak. So, of course, I'm going to the bathroom um, more, 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 more than I would normally. Um, however, when I did go to see the doctor, he gave me uh, an initial examination um, which was a, a digital rectal examination, DRE, they call it in the medical terms, right. um, and felt that my prostate was rather enlarged. So from there, he said, I believe you should immediately get a blood test done, um, which is a PSA blood test, which measures the, the level of protein within the prostate. And though protein is a is a... A good substance to have. Um, it's like everything; uh, it's all in mod- moderation. But when the, your levels are too high, um, it simply means there's 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 an issue there um, because it's not been moderate. It's not been monitored, uh, and and therefore you know you have to be very very cautious. Um, when they found out that my PSA level was twenty one, when for a normal prostate uh, it should be zero three. Um, you can, yeah, you can tell that was, that was an exaggerated, uh, uh, reading to have and a very dangerous one to have.
0: And then of course, on further investigation, uh, um, it wasn't looking good for you, was it?
1: No, it wasn't. Um, as, as I said, you know, with a, with a PSA level of, of, of 21, um, the surgeons were really, con- well, the doctors were really concerned. Um, and within, I think it took from start to finish from from seeing the doctor initially for him to basically diagnose the fact that I, I had prostate cancer uh and to me being on the operation table it was six weeks
0: now in your case you had your prostate removed didn't you yes, yes. and uh so so they got they got it just in time as far as you're concerned yeah
1: well well you never know do you um they they needed to they the the option they gave me was basically to 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 have radiation um treatment initially i didn't want radiation treatment uh as i said to you before i wanted to keep my body as, as healthy as i possibly could so i was looking for alternative alternative methods um so I did go to a private doctor in Southampton and he, he basically said, listen, I, I agree with what the NHS have said to you um, in relation to the radiation. But at the same time, I think you're strong enough and fit enough to be able to just get the prostate removed. Um, so I went on his advice, went back to the NHS. They removed it for me without any form of radiation at all. They removed it for me to ensure that there was no uh, 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 spreading. Because that's the danger as well. If it spreads outside, if cancer spreads outside of the prostate and then gets into the rest of your body, well, that's that's fatal.
0: Not not good at all. And for the for
1: the, for the to completely honest what function has the prostate? Um, the, the prostate is is basically for human reproduction. Um, that's that's the main function um, for it in in men. So. Yeah, we can we can certainly we could certainly do without that knowing that your life is in danger. Um, So yeah, so that was that was a choice to, to get that removed.
0: Now, obviously, having gone through all of that, you've become a very passionate man uh, in the sense that you don't want others to go through what you went through. Exactly. And I, I guess the, the little words aren't, check it out. <laughs> Four little words, check it out. Well,
1: well, the, the, the expression that, that I use is, um, don't delay, book yeah. today. Even better, check it out, don't delay, book
0: book, book, book today. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the symptoms, I mean, you you said that um, obviously you were going more regularly to the toilet in the in in the evening, but of course, it is a bit of a silent killer, isn't it? Because there's not that many
1: other symptoms that people would be aware of. Well, that's the thing; we we t- we tend to take you know ailments that we may have for granted. Um, Especially when we get, we get older, we think, oh, yeah. Well, I, I understand that that's there because, you know, I, I am getting old, as I mentioned earlier. But yeah, th- there are symptoms uh, to which you have to be mindful of. And if you do come across any of those symptoms, it's it's imperative that you, you, you book to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can go through a couple of those those, those particular symptoms, you're looking at things like, um, as I said, a, a weak a weak bladder. So you're constantly wanting to to, 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 to go to the bathroom, um, especially at night. And also you get a sudden urge to go. You could have already been, and within you know ten minutes you you've got this urge to want to go again. Um, and that's mainly because as the prostate swells, the prostate is it's about the size of a walnut, and it's placed or was positioned just below the bladder so of course when a prostate starts to swell it pushes against the bladder so whether the bladder's full or not full you always feel yeah, as have if you... the urge to go yeah exactly yeah. so that's that's certainly an, a, another um uh, 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 diagnosis symptom the other one is uh, uh pelvic pain you can get pelvic pain, you know, pains within the stomach, um, which are, you know, for no, for no apparent reason whatsoever, blood in the urine um, or, 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 or the semen. And sometimes we, you know, we, we, things like that we, we put to one side and think, oh, that will go away. But as time goes on, that gets worse. And if it does get worse, it means you definitely have a, a problem um, and needs to be seen to. And also unexplained weight loss so if there's no you know you're still dieting the same or eating the same uh, um, whether you're exercising or you don't exercise but if for some reason all of a sudden you're getting a, a lot of weight loss that's also one of the symptoms to kind of look out for
2: i'm loving angels instead
0: Well, of course, that's uh, Robbie Williams there and Angels. Uh, so David Smith is my very special guest today. We're talking about uh, prostate cancer and the importance, actually, uh, of getting yourself checked out. Now, I just had a, a phone call from one of our regular listeners, made a very good point, and this applies to both women and men. And, and I guess that we all know it is very, very difficult to get a doctor's appointment. And I guess that, uh, that some of you, uh, first of all, you have to go through the receptionist, and the receptionist can be a bit of a, a block. But I guess that, that the point here is, and maybe coming back to you, David, I'm sure you've got, because I know you do, you're you're guiding people in health and fitness generally, um, both men and uh, and women. Uh, what's your advice? Of how do you get through the obstacles where it's very difficult to get a doctor's appointment, but actually, you know, because it doesn't help if people are already a wee bit loath, you know, to go... But obviously it's very important that they do. What's your advice
1: for getting through the system? I think my advice is, is definitely to be persistent. Um, it's, it's your health. You know, we, we, we get given this, the, the pleasure of having this one body. Uh, and I think it's so important that we, 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 we treat it that way. Because if we had a car... Uh, And it was due its MOT. We'd make sure that we'd, we'd, you know, the garage and the garage says, well, we're fully booked. Well, you'd you'd probably find another garage uh, if indeed you you weren't getting any joy. But I'm not saying for one minute to find another doctor, especially if you've had a doctor for several years. And, you know, that doctor is someone that you generally trust. But the facts are you've got to be persistent. Um, it's it's important that, especially when you've got any of these symptoms, and I think the receptionist needs to be aware uh, that you have these symptoms um, and it it possibly, you know, uh, it's affecting you.
0: Well, Ian and I were talking this morning because obviously one of the latest things to come out is not with every ailment, but with quite a lot of, because I guess that one of the reasons why receptions are so protective is that people rock up to the surgery with relatively minor Things uh, and they're trying to redirect some of that to pharmacists, which because you were directed, weren't you?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, it's a big news story today, uh, and I think it will be going forward. And I think both Blair and I have had good experiences of asking the pharmacists advice, and sometimes they can. Um, eventually i think like abroad they'll be able to sign the prescription for you i mean asked a few questions so you save a whole doctor's uh, appointment but of course we still have that responsibility that you said david of trying to sort of monitor your own body and keep your own body as fit as possible my doctor said to me that i had a model body do you know what a muddle is? A pale reflection of the real thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm
2: trying. <laughs> yeah. But if you have something that you're
0: really worried about, and, and particularly like, it, it, you know, in the case of the person who uh, phoned in, it was a, a mole on her body, which actually did turn out to be cancerous. But she her, her daughter is a nurse, uh, and with the support of her daughter and son, she eventually did get checked out, you know, and... So if anybody, if you have any ailment uh, that that you're really worried about that, that could be, uh, you know, uh, cancerous or whatever, then be persi- you've got to be tenacious, don't you? You've got to be a pain in the backside almost.
1: Yeah, but obviously you know, a polite pain. A polite, a side. polite. But, uh, but yeah, you, you have to be persistent. And to be fair, you know, as you quite rightly said, Blair, that... They've got a job to do, you know. They're they're protect, protecting the doctors from just the the hypercontract constantly coming to the. And I guess to, that's to also surgery. a
0: warning. If you go, if it's have just got a cold or or something relatively minor, then go to the pharmacist. Yeah,
1: ex- well, exactly that, you know. Um, let's uh, let's look on i suppose the good side of of, of things and especially to do with prostate cancer and, and i'm pretty sure with with most most serious ailments you know with prostate cancer they, they're saying that uh the survival rate is is 78% which is which is pretty good but it's getting there first it's getting in to get checked and also to get the correct treatment that you need to be part of that, that statistic, which is 78% survival rate.
0: Well, I did take your advice the last time, and the way, the way I did it was I was having my COVID injection, uh, and uh, I think in my surgery they've got Crawford hypochondriac there, <laughs> uh, because actually I was... Ian had told me that, that I had to get, or he advised me uh, to get the... Um, what was that the pneumonia. Uh, pneumonia pneumonia, pneumonia so one off, a one off it's a one off so, yeah. one-off.
2: so, so I, it, it protects you against sort of bacterial uh, pneumonia so pneumonia can easily come from having flu mm-hmm. so it's like one stage along and as you are older you get your immune system doesn't work quite as well so it seemed a very logical thing and you, it reached the right age to have it free.
0: <laughs> so when they phoned me up for my COVID, uh, I said, Oh, and can I have the pneumonia jab? So well, you yes, took yes. full advantage. Yes.
2: And also, can I have the shingles jab as well? Remember? Uh,
0: yes, I had, I had the shingles jab. <laughs> and, and, and I also said, I could have a blood test for prostate cancer. Uh, uh, and on top of that, they did my blood pressure,
1: uh, which of course was very high after all that lot, you know. Well, but, well, uh, well I have to say, um, I'm, since COVID, Especially um, you know our immune system has weakened you know I mm. think with, with with everybody so no, no matter how fit you think you are so you you need to kind of help the body repair itself you need to kind of boost your immune system whether whether that, as you say by going to the pharmacist and and, and and getting them to point out the right medication for you on prescription wise seeing your doctor on, on you know on, 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 on uh, with the various ailments that you, you you may have or indeed just eating the right food the nutrition which I believe is just so so important uh, because I've, I've had I've spoken to people with prostate cancer uh, and they've actually not had any form of increase or decrease with their symptoms but it's not because it's not got any any worse uh, and they fear the treatment what they've done is they've gone on and changed their their lifestyle, dietary wise, um, and nothing's really changed. I'd say it hasn't got any worse; it hasn't really got any better. But they they're kind of helping it through what they believe is through nutrition.
0: And I guess the golden rule with nutrition is lots of roughage, isn't it? And lots of greens.
1: If it's green and if it's colourful, um, so whether it be tomatoes, whether it be you know your 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 your, your kind of, cauliflowers, cabbages, uh, salads beetroot anything that's 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 grown from the ground um is is certainly beneficial eat it in abundance eat it in abundance and I'm not saying don't eat anything else, but the fact is that's going to that's going to help your immune system because we're getting lots of nutrients and vitamins just from from those ail- ailments.
0: Now, of course, the other thing that you 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 you, you have done uh, is that you've had groups that uh, people can go along, so that you can be a, a support to folk. Have you been getting uh, good attendance at those groups?
1: Yeah, um, I've, uh, I've 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 had a few, quite a few uh, church. Church groups that I've been to and visited, uh, where they've, they've they've either had the congregation or people there listening to the cancer awareness pres- presentation that I've that I've yeah, uh, do. I've done, and that's been excellent. Or they've even zoomed it out to to, to people that can't make it on on the day. Um, we've been to. Various places in Boscombe, uh, where we've within the community, where again we've had presentations, making people aware, and, it, and it's excellent because you get so many questions, so many people that are interested in it that they they didn't know about certain aspects of of prostate cancer or indeed nutrition, um, and it's that's been so helpful, so helpful to the community on a whole.
0: Have you got another one of these information days coming up?
1: Not as yet, not booked as yet. Um, what I what I do have, however, is a, a, a website which I'm currently working on. Um, it's 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 actually going to be called "Let's Talk About It," man, um, where I believe men don't tend to talk about things like health, don't seem seem to uh, talk about uh, uh, things like emotional. Uh, uh, issues that they may have or relationship issues which they may have so I'm going to have like a a monologue uh, website so very similar to a podcast I suppose Mm. where I'm going to try and try and get men to kind of open themselves up and you know not be not be not be fearful of talking about things.
0: No there's a thing a podcast you know because you could do a regular one on Hope FM couldn't you and then we could turn it into a podcast. I would
1: I would love to do that because I think it's it's so important just to get people talking
0: I think younger younger men. I mean, I know that uh, that uh, certainly my own uh, you know uh, children who are now you know in their thirties and forties. You know, but they they're big time into getting fit, you know, and watching what they eat and so on. And I guess that that. Younger people go to gym, probably a lot more. now you have been taking action to get us oldies, not necessarily going to the gym but actually getting fit and and as a personal trainer you find your niche almost with older people you know uh, how did that discovery
1: come about um well well i I was kind of advertising on on Facebook uh what what I did, and it was it was through that where uh, a, a lady gave me a call and said, we've got a group of, of seniors um, to which we, uh, we lost our our trainer. Um, she's gone back to, I think she's going to Cyprus, she lived in Cyprus, and um, we've not had a trainer for, for quite a while, so we'd like to kind of interview you <laughs> uh, to see whether you're, you're up to scratch and up to our standard. Um so I was interviewed by 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 three of them. Uh this was in Christchurch and uh yeah they they pretty much gave me the the, the job basically and uh, that's been nearly a nearly a year. Uh so yes I've got a, a, a two group three groups should I say of, uh, of of seniors which I'm currently working with and it's it's tremendous. When's your website going to be launched? I'm hoping the website will be launched by the end of this month.
0: So all of the things that you do, the education, the check it out, man. Yeah. uh, Your website's going to be the information share, basically. It It will
1: be. It will be. And I'm looking forward to it.